Uh, we're ready? Okay. Hey, everybody. Happy Friday. Welcome to the Grace Life Fellowship Podcast. Today on the podcast, we have another episode of Conversations in Grace for you. This time, Jesse and Tim sit down to discuss faith. We hope you enjoy it. Here's Jesse. This is Jesse. I just want to put out a disclaimer that my this is like the phlegm cast. So I'm going to be clearing my throat and coughing. I'm sick. Jesse, I love this deep, right? Mellow no. voice you have. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like Joe Cocker like, yeah. doing an interview. <laughs> I anyway. like it. I like anyway. it. A voice made for podcasts. Right, right. Well, welcome, Tim. Hey, thanks, welcome Jesse. Back. How are you doing? Well, I would, I'd say, how are you doing? You say you feel okay. I you feel just, okay. You just sound yeah. like yeah, you're in a barrel. Yeah, I was earlier in the week. I was kind of down, like, uh, not depressed, but um, just tired. Yeah. And now I've, I'm left with this lingering cough and um, congestion, so I'll apologize ahead of time if it's annoying. Anyway, tonight we want to talk about uh, faith. And what, it, what faith is. Yeah, if you had enough faith, you wouldn't have this annoying know, right? cough and stuff. I'll huh? be healed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a great subject. I think faith is one of those things that um, in, our, in our Christian walk, it, I've never heard anybody say, I have too much faith. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So it's one of these things that we look at as uh, some sort of commodity that we need to acquire, gain more of, and then finally when we get enough of it, um, whatever the spiritual commodity is, when we get enough of it, then life will go as, as we would mm -hmm. like it. You know, yeah. we, we need more faith. We need more faith. And, you know, Hebrews 11 says, um, faith is the assurance of things hoped for the conviction of things not seen. Meaning faith, faith is belief in action. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, being assured of what we hope for. We hope God's telling the truth. Well, <laughs> he is. And then we can have the conviction because of his promise, because of who he is and his character, yeah. his faithfulness, that whatever he has said is is the truth. And so we, we can be convicted, convinced um, that what we hope for is true. So faith, you know, faith is a, an interesting thing because um, I think a lot of people feel really maybe feel really in, inadequate when it comes to the issue of faith. Yeah, I mean, do you feel like faith uh, is something that can grow? You can get more of it, or it could become stronger? Yeah, again, I don't I don't think of it as a commodity, but I do think we grow in our faith. You right. know, was it like Christian maturity? Yeah, like, like Romans 10 says, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. So mm -hmm. the more I hear from God in terms of who He is and what He's about— my faith in him grows, it, or as you're saying, it matures. Um, it's not an entity in terms of a quantity. I think it's a it's a belief in action in terms of duration, you know? Like, um, you know the story where Jesus is walking on the water and then Peter jumps out, and he's walking on the water too, and then all of a sudden he kind of looks at what he's doing and he looks down and starts to sink, and then when they get back on the boat, Jesus says, 
um, his rebuke is, O ye of little faith. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think a lot of people think, well, how much faith do I need? Well, Peter had enough faith to jump out. It's well, more than the right. other disciples had. Or the grain of a mustard seed, right? So Yeah. So Jesus says, look, it just takes a little bit of faith. A mustard seed is very small. So it's not the quantity. I think when Jesus says, oh, ye of little faith, he's talking about the duration. Why did, why did you trust me for a little bit of time and not a longer time? Mm-hmm. Right? If I was trustworthy for one step, why wasn't I for two? Yeah. And I think that's... That's the idea of growing in our faith, that today, as I know him better, hear from him, God, um, I can place my trust in him better. So I grow in that as I move forward in time. But I don't think it's a quantity like a, oh, if you had enough, you got a little bit of faith, Jesse, but if you really had enough, you'd never get sick. You know, that's, that's how people think about that. And then it heaps a lot of condemnation on the body of Christ, because we live in a sin-cursed world. We live in a fallen place, and we have enemies like the world system and the flesh and the devil, and and we think, well, the, you know, if I had enough faith, would, would all that stuff not be present? Yeah, I think it's a little inconsistent with who God says he is, too, because you saying that that you have enough, like, more faith, or, how, or say, like, someone who's a celebrity, like a celebrity pastor, right? Yeah. I mean, God doesn't um, bless him or her more than That's anyone right. else. That's right. right. I mean, God shows no partiality. Right. So it's really to say that someone has more faith or that they're uh, held to a, um, put on a pedestal because they have more faith right. is really inconsistent with what a, a Christian should be. Yeah. Have right? you ever noticed when we think of it that way, you know, we compare with somebody else's walk and we say, I need more faith like so-and-so. Right, yeah. Then then all of a sudden we start to worship faith. Sure. Faith becomes its own object. Right. And that's when, that's that's the problem. Faith is not to be its own object. Faith has an object. Mm-hmm. The object of our faith, even as small as a mustard seed, is to be the Lord Jesus Christ. Right. So it's not the amount of our faith, it's where we place, where we place it. it. Right. Yeah. And every human being has the ability, right, to, to believe, to place action to their belief. So every human being has faith. Right. Not every human being places that faith right. in God. So even unbelievers have faith. Yeah. People, people live by faith all the time. Un- unbelievers put action to what they believe. If, if an unbeliever flies on an airplane, he put faith in a pilot and a plane right, and, right. A, you know, law of gravity and all kinds of stuff. <laughs> law of aerodynamics, I guess. Right. And, um, yeah, people live by faith all the time. So, so, so God's saying to us, place that faith, that ability to, to take an action to a, 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 with a belief and put it in me. Yeah. Right. right? Not in yourself, not in this world, not in the flesh. Not in your yeah. emotions. Put that faith, small as it may be, in me. Yeah. Do you think that faith is something that is in us just like inherently from birth? Or is it something that we've learned? No, I, th- I think faith is, is, so ultimately faith is God's gift to humanity. It's the ability to choose. That's what I believe. Okay. Right? So, so God says, place your, your ability to choose and place it in me. Choose me. Right. Yeah. Choose this day whom you will serve. And every human being has the, the moral obligation of their choice. Mm-hmm. And so God is saying, in a sense, d- directing that choice to himself. Um, it's, it's the only sensible thing to do, right? 
Um, so, so faith, your choice is the assurance of things. So I can place my, my choice in the one who is assured of the things that I hope for yeah. and, and convinces me of the things that I do not see. Um, I think we've made faith some sort of ethereal, spiritual, elusive idea. We chase after it, you know, yeah. I need more faith. I need more faith. I need more faith. And all of a sudden right. we're, we're, we're obsessed with, with, yeah, we're checking the boxes. We're checking the boxes. I need more faith. Gotta read my Bible. Gotta, gotta spend my time a- in my prayer closet. Absolutely. Gotta... <laughs> and, and I got to catch up to where Jesse is. Right. right yeah. And And finally, when I have enough faith, yeah. then life will go as I want it to go. And and faith becomes something we're worshiping. And instead, I, what what if it's not elusive? What if it's not ethereal? What if it's so? This is going to sound funny, and I don't mean it to sound that way. But what if it's not even so spiritual in that sense? What if it's really earthly and human, yeah, kind of concrete? Like yeah, it's practical. Yeah, practical. And and so so. Grace, you know, is is a divine initiative, right? Mm-hmm. For by grace you have been saved. Ephesians 2. And then it says what? Through faith. Yeah, through faith. So by grace, the divine initiative, it's God's doing, right? Right. You have been saved. And how did this get enacted? How did this get affected in our lives? Through your faith. Yeah. But your faith never saves you. Your faith connects you to the one who can save you. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah through so grace. Even, so we, we, we stop kind of looking at faith as the end all. It's the It's the... It's the thread that connects us to the one who is all in all. Yeah, yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. So so by grace you have been saved through faith. And you know how that verse goes, that passage. A gift yeah. not of yourselves that no man may boast, right. right? Not of your own doing, but as a gift of God. That's right. Well, the gift of God there, I believe, is the grace. Mm-hmm. Faith is everybody's gift. That God's given every human being the ability to, to believe and choose, Right. So would that be like a gift of the spirit, faith? Yeah, I think so. So in Romans 12, um, when it lists spiritual gifts, it talks about that God has given every person a measure of faith. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think there is this spiritual gift of, of faith in terms of a childlikeness. Like my, my wife is just, um, she's amazing in terms of uh, when she sees a scripture or hears from God or hears teaching or whatever, hears from the Holy Spirit within, she just believes God. You know, I, mm-hmm. I go, wait a minute, let me think about this. Let me, you know, you and I may analyze and, and, and theologize over some of those things. My wife has a, like a childlike faith and I love it. And it, it ministers to me all the time. Um, so I think God, God's given the body of Christ certain gifts. And some of those people have a, a childlike faith, but every human being has the ability to believe and choose. Yeah. Right. Everyone. Yeah. So, so a, in some theological circles, there's a there's a talk of a of a separate faith called that they call saving faith. Yeah, that it's something that's given only to um, individual certain individuals that God's chosen, given this I given this saving faith that g- empowers them to choose Christ. Sure, sure. And so, what do we do with that? I mean, if if we, I mean you're saying that everyone is given faith. The ability to believe and choose. Or the ability to choose, sure. right? Yeah. Uh, so so when when we use the term saving faith, and I, of course we, we know what that means, right? We, it means somebody that believes in the Lord Jesus Christ and is saved. Right. Um, but Romans 10 also says, you know, confess with your mouth. 
believe in your heart and you shall be saved. Mm -hmm. And I say that would then be determined by some people to be called saving faith. Um, I don't think, uh, first of all, I don't think faith saves anybody because <laughs> uh, everybody has faith, not everybody's saved. Faith in Jesus Christ, it's Jesus that saves. Your faith doesn't save you. Your faith connects you to the one who saves you. Right. So when we use the term saving faith, I think it can be, it can muddy the waters a little bit in terms mm -hmm. of what what really saves us here. Um, so it's not my favorite. It's not my favorite description of what's actually happening. Yeah, I mean that that Ephesians passage. The um, yeah, we're saved by grace through faith and not of our own doing, but it's a gift of God. I think yeah. that that they use that a lot in order to try to point to that saving faith. That faith is the gift. Yeah, and that it's not of our own doing, but it's it's God doing the work. So I'm no Greek scholar, so I'm leaning on people that are. But I have been taught and told that in the Greek that it is the gift of God doesn't modify faith in that passage; it modifies grace. Yeah, yeah. So grace is the gift of God, and it's offered through faith. Right. And so when we when we kind of you know we're we're definitely like drawing fine lines here, right? But mm -hmm. but I think it's important because I think there's such a misunderstood idea when it comes to faith. The body of Christ, I mean, you, you've heard this where where people will say, you know, if I had enough faith, then my family member wouldn't be sick. Or, or you know, we see, we st see stories in the Gospels where uh, your faith has done this. And so we, we are out there always wanting more faith. And yet Jesus really taught us, you've got enough faith. It's where you place it that matters. Yeah. Place the little bit of faith you have, whatever that means, a mustard seed, but place it in the Lord Jesus Christ, the faithful one, and it moves mountains, right? right. And so I, I think to, to kind of correct this, this thinking around faith helps us to, to see other things better, Um don't, don't you kind of feel like Christians walk around just feeling like all the time we're just lacking. We're just missing something. We need more. Yeah, yeah. We, and and what's, what's the new covenant all about, right? We've got Jesus. What more are you after? Do you yeah. want Jesus plus more faith? Or would you like to place the, the ability to believe and choose in the Jesus you've already chosen? Right. And I say, so in every life circumstance, regardless of what's happening— I want to place my faith in him, right? I'm already saved. You're already saved. We want to walk by faith now, by the belief and choosing of, of trusting him at every moment so that we then experience exactly what his life is in us. Yeah. Um, and so all of a sudden we stop trying to acquire this spiritual commodity, this elusive idea called faith, and we believe we have it. And we place it in Him, yeah. and we walk in freedom. So if we if we break down the the passage in Hebrews eleven, that faith is the assurance of things hoped for. Yeah. What does that What does that mean? Um, I, I, I mean, I, if we break it down and kind of pull yeah, it apart. Yeah, assurance. I mean, when, when you think of assurance, do you think of security or insecurity? Security. So so let's use that word for a second. So faith is the security. Right, the, the assurance, the security of things hoped for. Tell, tell me some things you hope for. I mean, good health, long life. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. So we we hope for circumstantial things like that, right? right? Yeah. Well, what what do you know about? I mean, we we live. I mean, my gosh, well, what just happened here recently with the tragic 
death of Kobe Bryant and, yeah. and all the people in that helicopter, we we live in the unassurance, right? The mm. the the insecurity of the circumstances of this world, right? Yeah. So I think if we were going to place our hope in any of that, somewhere along the line, we're going to be disappointed. Now, does that mean we go and have a fatalistic mindset? No. I just say, I think that scripture in Hebrews is saying, if you want the assurance of hope, meaning hope when scripture speaks of it, is assured, I think we got to see what is what we're talking about. Romans chapter 5 says, for the, for the love of God, of God has been poured out into our hearts, right? This is mm-hmm. the hope we have. So I think the assurance of hope that Scripture is talking about has nothing to do with circumstances, you know? Yeah. I mean, I'll give you a real-life circumstance. You can't see it on this podcast, but I'm relatively shorter in stature. I'm five foot six. Yeah, for everybody who doesn't know that. Yeah, right. Well, <laughs> you're not much better, Jesse, but what if, what if I place my hope in the circumstantial desire of getting taller? Yeah. Um, well, I'm going to be disappointed. Right, I'm through mm-hmm. growing. Um, now I can place my hope there, but it'll be it'll be met with disappointment because it's it's not something that's assured. Right. But if I place my hope in Jesus and in His love, Romans is telling me that's assured. So I think I think our hope is to be fixed in the One who is faithful, yeah. and then we have its assurance. Right. You know, we say things like. Um, I hope to win the lottery. I hope not to get sick. I hope it doesn't rain tomorrow. We 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 use hope in the sense of wishful thinking, things we would like to see happen. Right. Nothing wrong with that. But the hope of scripture is is not circumstantial and it's not right. wishful thinking. It's assured. It's know? assured. Yeah. So then we have to look what's unchangeable. What's our anchor? Is mm-hmm. Jesus and is and would you say that that is the conviction of things not seen? Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. So that that whole passage, faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen. Yes, and that's how that kind of flows together. That's right. Yeah. So we we fix our eyes on the one in whom we hope, and we are assured. Yeah, Jesus. Amen. That's faith. Amen. Thanks, Tim. Thank you, Jesse. Hope you feel better. Yeah, me too. (laughs) Hope I can sing Sunday. (laughs) Oh, you will. All right, that does it for today's conversation. We'll be back again next Friday as Jesse and Tim sit down again to talk about expectations. So we hope to see you then. Thanks for listening, and we'll be back next week.